Okay. Now, Will, uh, that's my producer. Will, I apologise for both the acoustics and the buzzing from the cable. I know it's still there a little bit. I'm getting that cable replaced, but the fans will put up with it, and so will I. And so will you. So, do what you can about it, but if not. Other than that, I'm gonna go into a little bit of a riff before I introduce my guests. I'll rise for the Honorable Judge of Degeneracy, Alexander Fleay. On trial, we have Ruby Jules. Now, Ruby, you caused a massive public health and safety pandemic last Sunday morning, Saturday night, when you and the Divas caused too many wet pussies and too many hard penises in one place. Now, as we all know, too many wet pussies, it was a slip hazard. The floor was square delicious. There was pussy juice everywhere. People were slipping over. And as you also know, uh, you can't have more than a hundred hard penises in one place without a permit. Uh, people could get their eyes poked out. How do you plead? Um, <clears throat> I believe I have an unlimited amount of hard penises in the premises. Thank you very much. But um, yeah, no, Pride was an incredible night, um, which was on Saturday, just been. Um, I was Pride at... I was uh, doing a show for Pride at Connections Nightclub, and but a lot of our sisters and brothers as well were doing it at multiple different venues. I think they had some, obviously at the court, uh, Cherry Bomb, and then you had the parade as well. Um, it was just an all-round great night, honestly. Mm. Like, everybody just felt good, I think. Yeah, people were just in good spirits on Saturday. So you plead guilty to the crime. Yes, perfect. Um, that's my little riff. Um, introducing my other guests, we have Jason Green. Jason, say hello. G'day, g'day. G'day, g'day. How are you going? Um, oh, that's a very complicated question. <laughs> um, and uh, we have two other special guests who, uh, th- I, let's just call them the professional bond packets for the episode. <laughs> that's pretty much what they're going to be doing, I see. Do you guys want to say hello? Hello. Hi. Do you want to introduce yourselves? I'm Kitty. I'm Jasmine. Wife to Jason Green. Wife to Jason Green and Jason. Pretty Um, much just the House of Green. The House of Green. The House of Green. Mm. Notice we've got a lot of video games going on. Is everyone playing Dead by Daylight? Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious. It's it's the vibe right now. Oh, yeah. I love Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Um, I've been getting back into Call of Duty lately, and uh, particularly Warzone, and uh, let me say, the the chats on those games have not changed in many, many a year. No. No. I can't imagine. We do play Grand Theft Auto as well. Some of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) Just, Just committing... Vocal war crimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Like, God forbid they figure out you're a woman because the, then you're absolutely done for. The best thing is to go onto that game chat and then go onto YouTube and play Paris Hilton Navy Seals <coughs> in response to whatever they're saying. It is the best. They have no idea what's going on. They sound like idiots. It's amazing. You push me every time you do this. What did you just say about me, you little fucker? Sometimes I just say jokes. Over 3,000 confirmed to kills in Al Qaeda. <laughs> 
just, uh, I just, I just have jokes down the line. Just, yeah, usually, like, it can be my own jokes, and sometimes it's just a dad joke. What's your go-to joke? What's your best dad joke? My go-to joke and my best dad joke are two different things. I think my... I have to think about my favourite dad joke, but my go-to joke has always been, like, I was a really good boyfriend when I was in a relationship. In fact, I was such a good boyfriend, oh, I can see, yeah, Ruby's heard this one, she's about to just retreat. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not associated with this person, um, but uh, yeah, I think my favourite one is, um, I was a really good boyfriend when I was in a relationship, in fact, I was such a good boyfriend, I bought her a breakup gift, and uh, I wanted my girlfriend to pursue things she was thinking of doing before we got together, and one thing she was thinking of doing before we got together was suicide, um, so I bought her a noose and a razor so she'd have options, oh, right? Oh, <laughs> alright. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've had a few exes I could have used that joke on. <laughs> mm, we all do. We all do have those exes. I mean... Some of us don't. Some of our ex-boyfriends are dead. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, goodness. R- Ruby's just getting the Vietnam flashbacks. It's fine. They deserve it. No, 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 I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I wish I had the headphones set up and then I could just play them on. Oh. Yeah. You can't hear that, but the the, uh, the audience would get it. Okay. Because it's just a little... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, in recent news, uh, well, maybe we should make, I've always wanted to do a video game episode, but we'll get to that later. Um, Jason Green, now you are a drag king, but I hear you haven't done uh, drag kinging in a while. No, um, I recently had a shoulder replacement, well not recently, it was about a year now, but I took a year off to kind of like get better and work on myself and whatnot. So I'll be trying to get back into doing more drag next year. Once I get a bit more fit mm. after sitting around not doing Ripping anything for so long. <laughs> Dead by Daylight. No, well, yeah, no. you can either find me on Dead by Daylight at work or at home smoking bombs. Smoking. Yeah. <laughs> These days. Yeah. And eating pussy in between those amounts. Oh, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Dead by Daylight, um, what's your usernames? I'm gonna shout them out and uh... Mine is Kanye Ashley Not, which is a little pun. Oh. Kanye Actually Not. So, see Onion Queen, Onion King. They are They're just people random. that Kitty and Jasmine are playing with at the moment. And then I see MX Kitty. And that's, yeah, that's Kitty's one. And then I see Juicy Diva. Juicy Diva. (laughs) Close, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Now, what got you into being a drag king? Because I've interviewed Ruby Jewel, which means she moves up in the ranks uh, of the profession anal degenerate mafia. Yeah. So um, what, uh, what got you into drag king? So I started drag at the court 
just an amateur drag night, which was what it was called back then before Drag Factory. Um, and I just, I loved drag. I just wanted to be a part of it. And I looked at drag queens and I was like, I want to, I want to do that. And it just made me feel like this really happy feeling inside. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. And back then there wasn't really anyone to like look at or, or like learn from or anything like that. So like, even when I looked on the internet, it would, I'd look up drag king and all like racing cars would come up and whatnot. So I've just really learned off of the drag queens in Perth, which is nice. And like seeing Ruby for the first time at Pride Fair Day mm. when I was like 17, I think which was when Ruby just started drag. Yeah. Ruby was one yeah, of the Ruby first people f- I saw the first perform people. as well. So, yeah, just oh watching gosh. the drag queens of Perth and... And Kitty, do you do drag? Not anymore, really. Not anymore? I only did it for a very little while. I mean, you would have been a great drag queen, like, because you could have carried multiple outfits around. You could have, like, hung all the clothes on your head, on your hands... You know, hung a few coat hangers off your ears. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, true, and being like, yeah. good to go. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the idea of it still. It's just really... Ruby's just like, I can't believe I introduced this fucker to these people <laughs> that I care about. And she's just glassing over like, oh my God. And she's like, I'm going to go home and fucking end it. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> um, how are you hanging in there, Ruby? You're great. She's great. You're great. Uh, you had a, uh, a little joyride to getting to Connections on Saturday. Mm. Can you tell that story? No? You're going to keep it to yourself. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you really liked the music on that joyride to, uh, to Connings. A joyride? Yeah, in the, in the rider bike doodle. Okay, I keep it to that's yourself. Gonna, that's what I meant to say in my head. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, why? Is, is, is it an X-rated story? Oh. Yeah. Was, how could that be? Why, why are we going... What, what's going on? Yeah. I want to know how. She sucked someone off in a, one, a bicycle carriage. Yeah. Oh. That's just impressive. That's nothing but impressive. We didn't have yeah. to Ruby. <laughs> and my lipstick didn't move. Mm. Oh. It's because you're a legend with mm-hmm. makeup. Now, um, as well as you being on trial for causing too many wet pussies and getting too many penises hard in one uh, room, um, uh, you're also standing on trial for uh, Veronica Jean Jones, Alexis Armstrong, Sassy Cassie, and. Who else were you on? That was it on that one. Was that, was that one? That, that was one performance. I mean, in the general larger performance, there was Toots. Was Toots. Moesha, uh, Sugar Dejura, Matthew Pope. Sugar right. Dejura and Matthew Pope, who will also be interviewed come December. I'm very excited to interview. Sorry? 
then Matthew Pope and Sugar Dejour, who I'm very excited to interview. Oh, that's your interview. Oh, they're fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Enjoy that. Sugar Absolutely is lovely. one of the funniest people I've ever, like, come across. I know. She's hilarious. I met her, and yeah, she was absolutely lovely. She is and, uh, beautiful inside and out. We're going to do medical studies on Matthew Pope as well, on, uh, on why he's so perfect. Everyone says uh, he's funny, he's nice, he's lovely, he's ridiculously talented, yeah. he's ridiculously hardworking, he's tremendously professional, All and uh, and it's like why it's like some people who people who are just digging for something for an issue with him. It's like <laughs> is he a serial killer? You know, does he set Bunny's tails on fire or something like that? So we're all dying to know. So I'm going to be investigating him. That so completely fair. Yeah. Now, Jason, who have been some of your favourite performers that you've seen perform live or you've collaborated with in other performances? Um. So my favourite performance performers performers <laughs> are probably just some of the Perth girls like Ruby, Barbie, Alexis. Um, my dad, Freddie, be perfect. Sorry. I mean, you said your dad, I literally... Yeah, I saw it. I was like, your dad? Oh, yeah, my dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, But, yeah, like, just seeing the diversity in Perth and, like, every... Like, just the performances that the girls do and the guys do in Perth, it's, just, like, inspiring in every single way. Like, you see some of the... American girls come in and they're, they're fabulous. They look great and they're amazing. But in America, they're always like, they're tr- kind of taking tips the most of the time instead of like putting on that amazing performance that you get in Perth. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy to come from such an amazing background here. In Perth? Yeah. So you're saying West is best, Perth is okay, and uh, the rest of the world can go suck a big fat Oh, man, like, the rest of the world's great, but, like, Perth is where it's at. Perth is where it's at. Mm. Yeah. West is best. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Ruby, would you concur being... I mean, you're really one of the highest matriarchs. I really think it's you and Barbie as the highest matriarchs of the active Perth tribes. I don't know. Like... There's, there's still a lot of, like, things that I respect. <clears throat> I still do and the do, you know. Um, we have people like uh, Dean Misdale as well, who's running Proud Entertainment, who's doing amazing things, giving a lot of work to a lot of the younger queens out there, which is I think is fantastic. And same with Barbecue and with her drag diva. Like, um, more girls are coming on into the picture um, for, diff- for lots of different gigs. Like especially like hosting and bingo and other little like performance shows around the city. You know, so it's nice to see that, you know, we have other queens who are employing others to do other gigs around the city. And that's just a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have like um certain pride events that happen at certain times of the year. Um would be like in Geraldton and Bunbury, Broome Pride. So, and a lot of these Perth girls, they do I hear like, broom pride goes off. Yeah, yeah I hear it goes yeah. off, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the girls have done <clears throat> some of, some of the broom prides. So, I only hear about it, like, just through chat and stuff. I wonder, like, if, ba- I wonder if Barbecue would ever uh, condone a, um, a variety collaboration show. 
like me and Cougar Morrison hosting a bingo together. You'd have to ask her. Mm. Yeah. Well, a lot of her Saturday nights these days are variety shows. Mm. Just she loves like, good yeah. variety these yeah, days. Yeah. Um, just be like, shouting out. Coop comes in. 23, please fuck me. <laughs> and uh, I'll be coming. 16, I'll fist you till I touch your spleen. Something like that. Mm. <laughs> Ruby just had Vietnam flashbacks to uh, a night, I'm presuming. <laughs> no, but it's a well-known fact Ruby has one of the tightest assholes in uh, in Perth. Uh, I don't think she passes wind, to be honest with you. Let alone anything else. <laughs> it's, in- it's incredible that, you know, she goes by mother of the thotties. She is mother... That's true, I guess. <laughs> so, were you happy to let out your thotty uh, on uh, Saturday night, Ruby? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I could choose all my strengths. You seem to you seem to be in the element. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Chuck me in fishnets, all black, <laughs> human hair, long hair. I am that bitch. Mm. Are you feeling yourself, Mama? Yeah, I'm just in true slut form. As you, as you should be. Who's the killer that you're hiding from? I don't know. I haven't seen them yet. Um, <coughs> I don't know who this one actually is. Is it what the video game, What yeah, video yeah, games did we all grow up with? Because I feel like all of us would have had an N64 Golden Eye stage. I was like Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. No. Very much. I skipped those, eh? Tekken. Yeah. Mario Kart and GoldenEye. It was PlayStation for me. I wasn't really a Nintendo person. I did enjoy Banjo-Tooie. I did get into the PlayStation, particularly... uh, But that was for, like, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King and Two Towers, the God of War franchises, and the early, early days of Call of Duty and Medal of Honor. Oh, and we cannot forget Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, my God. How can you? They need to do a remake. How can I get? How can I forget Mum and Marge? Oh, there's a few baddies in The Simpsons when you think about it. Oh, absolutely. We've got Burns, (laughs) Mr. Burns. I was never allowed to watch The Simpsons when I was young. Yeah, I know. So you don't really like it that much. No. Hitman's a very good. I like the. Oh yeah, the Hitman song, Assassin. I remember that one. Yeah, that was always a good one. Yeah. You were never allowed to watch The Simpsons. No. I'm dying to know why. I come from, like, a strict Jewish background, Um, so, like, I had the kind of mum who, like, I wasn't allowed to watch Mean Girls before she watched it first. Like, it was very that. A strict Jewish background. Yeah. A strict Catholic background for me. I say strict. It wasn't that strict. I mean, we weren't, like, strict in our religion, but she was just like, if you know anything about Jews, <laughs> there's a way that they raise their children. Goodness gracious. I notice all of you've got your screens tilted a certain way, and uh, Juicy has um, uh, her screen tilted so that really only she can see it. <laughs> I feel like she is set up to avoid screen cheating at all possibilities. More I just... can't really screen cheat on this one unless, like, someone's the killer yeah, in, the, in your group. We let players the team. 
She's just blind, so she has it close to her. Yeah, <laughs> being, being able to see each other's screens could, in a way, if, you, if, you're, if your mind can do it, like, it would be probably more helpful to know where everyone is. I should be wearing my glasses, but it's fine. Especially if you're more of a medic and you want to go and... You need to go and heal people. Did they have consoles back when you were... Yes. Yes, I'm not that ancient, Jesus. What was your first console? My first console was honestly pretty ancient though. It was like the... It was a Sega. Yes. Sega Mega Drive. Mine was a PlayStation one. Yeah, mine was a we PlayStation had those, We had that too. straight after the Sega Mega Drive as well. Do you remember the first Game Boys as well? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. my Hell god. Brick I had yes. the, the, that grey block Yes, thing. they were like, iconic. And then we moved on to Game Boy Color, which I got the I had a Game Boy Color, they the were Pokemon awesome. Yellow. I thought your gaming life would have started with like the first pinball machine or something. Yeah, there were definitely pinball machines when... Like, especially when you go to the movies and stuff like that. Space Invaders. I do love yeah. a good pinball machine. God, mm. things have changed, haven't they? Mm. I still love going to Time Zone after a movie, though. It's still, yeah, they've it's still got... like, the perfect way to end it. Or, like, like, Palace Arcade. Uh, Planet, Royale. Planet Royale. They've got all those games today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's all, like, retro and, like... It's a great way to end a night. Well, like, we're... some retro games. We're on brand right now. All things like 90s and 2000s, all the things we grew up with, yeah. are very in right now. Mm. Like, uh, like what? Because the 90s was like uh, some, like some low rise jeans. Uh, don't back. even get me started on fucking low rise jeans. It's a crime. I'm oh. still recovering from the self esteem issues from the last time <laughs> low rise jeans were a thing. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, but it's like... Jeans are coming back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's that very heroin no. chic look. Except like, now... Like, where the belt is basically yeah. at, at the hood. Except like, now, the only difference is, rather than the, like, crotch being, like, this big, it's big. It's still big. It's just, like, baggier. Oh, so That's the only difference. Up, it's lower. Yeah. Mm. But like scientifically, it's really bad for you to wear your pants there, like at your hips. Like there's a reason that people used to wear their pants on their waist because that's where your fucking clothes should go, <laughs> not on your hips. Yeah, it feels right to just it just sits there like when you put pants on it. Just goes. And here's me just dressing like a homeless person, ninety-nine point nine. Oh look, say I'm here with you. I'm all for dressing like a homeless person. But at the waist. Yeah. Mm. I oh, love dressing like a homeless person. I love high It's just so comfy. I dressed up nice, like for a little bit <laughs> on uh, Pride, just because I thought, well, I finished at the bar. I've got time to. Uh, I've got time to. Uh, um, get into something nice before I become a glorified taxi driver for the, uh, for all the queers or connections. Um, but, uh, I tell you who I interviewed recently, bisexual James. Uh, he is, he is a character. He is. He's he is. so funny. He's, he might be one of the funniest people I've ever met. And yeah. I've met some people doing FIFO for eight years. <laughs> I saw a video of him. It was on Adam's apples story. And uh, he was just, I think he was at the Sunday uh, Pride continuation, which he looked like he was going pretty hard on Saturday night, and then he just continued. And uh, uh, then, the yeah, youngest, he was, he was just dancing on s- Sunday. 
And then he was going through the street on Saturday at the Pride Parade, being like, yeah, there's an event at Steamworks, come get your cocks and get your fannies <laughs> out. And I was like... That sounds like James. Yeah. I was like... You can see why him and Barbie are so close, because they're like, their humour is so similar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do what we always keep saying about uh, Barbie Ruby? Why am I surrounded by such utter oh, yeah. filth? <laughs> yeah, I don't wish Please, please tell the story. Oh, it was just a re- honestly, it was just a rehearsal day. And, like we were just being filth during our break, and Barbara was just kind of looking at all of us in disbelief, and then looked up in the air to God and lifted her arms up and was like, "Why am I surrounded by such utter filth?" <laughs> and then here I am thinking, going, "I wonder why." And I'm just looking at her. Yeah, you're the matriarch, Barbara. You, you we love her so much, though. She's. The icon. Mm. Mm. I love Barbie. So I much. absolutely love her. She's done so much love for Barbie. Not just yes. not just performers, but for the community itself. Yeah. I, yeah. The community. Make it sound. I was thinking recently of like a. Um, has do you guys know who Guy Ritchie is? He's a director. He directed films like Snatch. Yeah. Lock, yeah. Stock, Two Smoking Barrels. You know those films. Yeah. Those like London Cockney films. So I was thinking a Guy Ritchie film, and the community would be the perfect name for it, but it's about, like, gay London gangsters. Yeah. And, like, I'm just picturing, like, a narration by Jason Statham where it's, like, I'm going to try and do impersonations here, which generally I need, like, a half an hour warm-up before I do that, <laughs> but I'm going to try to just do it without a warm-up. I can, I'm actually quite a good impersonator and voice actor when I have warm-up, but... yeah. So well, I see it without one. Now I'm just I'm just riffing here, so I've got no script on me. Um, uh, <laughs> now I'm on the spot. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, so we had a bit of a problem. So we had to go see Gay Tony. And if you know anything about Gay Tony, he's fucking gay. And just be like, be like, um, I was down at the local bandit bar. Uh, gargling gravy at waist height. Now, can anyone get the slang there? Because Guy Ritchie Cockney films are always about slang. Bandit bar, first bit of slang. Can you guess? Yeah. Yeah, gay bar. Past bandits. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what the, that was the nickname ancient Romans used to give um, uh, gay guys. But they were all gay back then. Bandits. So like, yeah, ass bandits. Look, it's yeah. not the worst thing yeah. we've ever been called. Oh. Yeah, it's true. Well, considering it was pretty accepting back then, accepted back then, it seems like a term of endearment almost. Mm. Like, ah, get out of there, you old ass bandit. <laughs> you know? Get out of that slave, you last bandit. You know, oh. something like that. And then gargling gravy at waist height. Yeah. Hmm. That's hard. Yeah, maybe I should write a full script together and we could put like a gay Guy Ritchie gangster film together. We could do that. We could do that, film it in Perth. Yeah. Another thing I want to film is I have a, I have a friend who's a rapper and he wants to he wants to do a music video and he wants to do a song and he wants me to be in it. And he was like, because he's a rapper with a sense of humour and uh, he was just like, what, what should we do? What could we do to make it humorous? And I was like, well, why not make all the rap video? Because you know how every rap video has some thotties in the background? Yeah. I was like, why not get all drag queens to be thotties? And he was like, that's very, very funny. And yeah. we were like, we can look into doing that. 
Yeah, but we'll see what comes of that. We're thinking about, I told them, they're like, yeah, you can hire out the uh, the connections rooftop on a Monday night. And yeah, we'll just, I'll get Sizzle Real Studios get, on it. Get some bottles popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And we've just got it going. Just have full on drag queens. Just having, having a blast. <laughs> Ruby, would you partake in that music video? Oh, absolutely. She would. Most likely. Most likely? Yeah. If you didn't get she it, needs to be the main thotty though. The main thotty, the one who's up front popping the pussy. Mama thotty. Mama thotty. <laughs> Would you insist on being the main thotty, Ruby? No, it should be Barbie. Should be Barbie. No, but she's or a VJ. Yeah, but she or likes country music. VJ, yeah. VJ could be the main thotty. VJ. Barbie could beautiful body. Barbie couldn't be in the. Uh, in a rap music video though. Why not? Because she'd have to be in a country music video. Oh, nah, I no, reckon Barbie could not for a rap music video. Yeah. Yeah. She, Barbie I've seen her do like Salt yeah. and Pepper. Like, like, she used to do, she, when, she, I her, her, when I was a baby, there was this event called um, A Pound Star Babylon. And she used to do just kind of, not like overly X-rated, but there were very, lots of skin, lots of ass, Lots of crutch. Well, that number she does with Alexis Lots of face in, in crutch, lots of face in ass kind of shows. Like, it was stunning. I just watched it. I was like, she's literally doing that. Oh, my gosh, she's actually doing that. Up, oh, she did that. Yep, she did that. Yeah. Incredible. I love that. Sexy dancers. Just to oh. interrupt, like, we copped, like, on the mobile the mic, a full bong rip. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Really, no, no. It's fantastic. It's, I love it. I love it so much. It's like, that's, that's a first for the show. <laughs> I'm happy to help. It has, has to be Jason <coughs> at um, the House of Green. I love that. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> the only thing better could have been if you were like, heard a credit card tapping on the table, like just going up and then like two seconds later. <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, anyway, uh, Barbie was a real slut back in the day. <laughs> won't hear much of that in this house anymore. Oh. We're old, we're past our prime. Uh, how old are you guys? I'm 28, she's 30 next month. And Ellie said 25, no I'm 27, I said <laughs> 25. Oh, well I guess I am the junior of the month then. Well yeah, 28 going on 80. Mm. I'm, 20, I'm 24 just, going on 54. 24, yeah. oh my god, you're a baby. Yeah, you are a baby. Yeah. Aging very poorly. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm aging like cheese instead of wine. You know, Look. only the French like me as I get older. <laughs> yeah. That and see the old gay men who hit on me continuously whenever I go to Connie's to visit some friends. Throw your baguettes at I get at you. connections too. And they throw their baguettes at Yeah, I tell you what, I have received two lovely compliments uh, while in Connie's. Though, like, it's not always just like. Um, take me to the bathroom and uh, use my throat for a flashlight. You know, it's I'm, not always like that. I'm amazed by the amount of straight men that hit on me in connections. It's like nothing is safe anymore. There's just fucking like straight people everywhere hitting on you. <laughs> Even when you tell them to leave you alone, they're like, no. Yeah, they're relentless. They're like a challenge. Mm. Well, yeah, this 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 girl she said to me she was like you're such you'd be like 
It's like, it's like, it's amazing when you smile because you smile with your whole face, which was like, I guess that's nice. That is nice. Yeah. And then the other one was this gay guy came up to me and he was pretty, I suppose you'd call him a butch sort of gay dude because he wasn't a very flamboyant gay dude. He just came up to me and was like, yeah, bro, I'm not hitting on you because uh, I'm here with my boyfriend, but I thought you should just know that you're very fucking handsome. That's lovely. That is. Especially just the way he said it. Yeah. yeah, You're you're very fucking good looking, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me me be the one to tell you. (coughs) Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, let me. I'm just going to go invade my boy's asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be thinking of you. Yeah, I'm going to be thinking of you. Oh, God. (laughs) True romance. It's like, listen, I love you, mate. I love you so much that uh, I. Uh, sometimes when you're looking up for me, I will think of someone else just so I can get it up for you, you know? Uh, he just had to come and tell you, so he got like a better look at your face. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, he was, he was very nice about it. So, uh, yeah. And that's the kind of, unless you're sucking up to me about my stand-up comedy, which has happened. And listen, I go off and I, I go home and I beat off to that shit. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, twice people have seen me, not after shows, but like, at different dates after shows, and they come up to me like, we've seen you do stand-up, you were so funny, you were our favourite comic that night. And I was like, you have no idea how hard I just creamed in my pants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when, like, straight people tell me that <laughs> that I was their favourite when I do, like, a dragathon or something, mm-hmm. and I'm like, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Drag Factory. That sounds like an Ikea um, for assembling gay people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah, very true. Yeah. But it's kind of exactly that. Well, it does pump it does out example. babies like fucking nothing else. Yeah. Pump out babies harder than an Irish Catholic mother. Very, <laughs> very that. There's a new baby on the scene so, every other way. Tell us, Jason. Good though. Sorry. Um, uh, I was just looking at uh, your tattoos for a second. Um, oh, I need to do something like that. <laughs> But um, let's talk about what is the, like a highlight performance of yours in terms of was there, like tell us a moment where you came off stage and you were just like, fuck yes, I fucking nailed that shit. Yeah, anyone who does better than me tonight is full of fucking shit because it can't be done. You know, I stole the fucking audience. Um, my f- one of my favourite performances was probably Pride last year. Mm. But also, I recently did a competition at Cherry Bomb called King of the Underground. I saw it. Yeah. What was that? Um, and I put together my runway and I felt really, really, really good about it. And I've never felt as good in drag before. So <laughs> I just couldn't stop looking at myself in the bloody mirror. Yeah. And I was like, I look fucking few, fabulous. There were quite a few good kings on that night. Yeah. I was there because I rushed in after work because mm-hmm. I was invited to come watch. And I think it was Adam's Apple, Jackson Coke, who won King of the Underground. Yeah. And uh, Adam's Apple, Jackson Coke. Um, Brad Tit. Brad Tit, Resuscitation. And Bushrat. Bushrat, that's yeah, right. And Tucker. And Tucker Chaff, yeah. Yeah. Tucker Chaff. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and they're all amazing. And I met Bushrat in person on Pride yeah. Night. Lovely, lovely. I kid. introduced myself, we said hello, and then I overheard something very, very funny come from her mouth. Um, 
right as the uh, 2am show was about to start. Yep. And that was when uh, Matthew Pope's boyfriend walked from behind <laughs> stage into the audience and, uh, you know, he was, he was dressed for success and uh, just had Bushwrap just be like, oh, that is so fucking hot. And her friend was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, just a man with tits. And I was like... <laughs> Oh man, that is. Oh, I I wish I didn't hear that, but I have to tell someone about that because that's the funniest that sounds. That is great. Me. Yeah, I love that. Mm. And then uh, yeah, Matthew Pope was fantastic that night. All the performers were great that night. Oh, Matthew Pope's always fantastic. Yeah. Like every time I see him perform, I'm, my jaws to the ground. Like, yeah. what are you yeah. fucking doing? Like, yeah. how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> So Same good. with Ruby, um, the pole oh. dancer. I'm just yeah, like, Ruby, uh, was so <laughs> amazing. While I sit next to my wife and hold yeah. her hand, yeah, yeah, and yeah. while she's doing the same okay, thing, I'm not offended. <laughs> not offended. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'd just be like, "No, I'm getting off of this." Time. Yeah, we're very much in the same place. We're like, <laughs> we're gonna go home and have really hot sex tonight. <laughs> That's something nice. I remember when I dated a bisexual chick for a little while. Okay, it was more than a little while. <laughs> but um, she was older than me. She was like 42 and I was 21. And uh, and yeah, like, I remember she'd take me on. Dating older people is so nice because they just pay for the lunch dates. And she'd, she'd take us on lunch dates and she'd just be like, look at that girl over there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty amazing. And it'd be like, like she she'd be pointing out more chicks than she would guys, and I'm like, are you telling me to fuck off, or it's like, because I wouldn't be offended if you were, like you know, you, you're iron awesome, pretty pretty impressive looking <laughs> ladies, and like yeah, but she was like really into like Morticia Adams kind of women. Oh, yeah. Which I am too, because she would kind of was one. Speaking of which, I always I bring up Morticia Adams because uh, when I interviewed Bobby, no, Donna Kabat, who was the first drag I ever interviewed, we talked about sexual awakenings, and hers was Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. I see that for her. I see totally. that for her. <laughs> I absolutely see that for her. Yeah, love that so yeah. much. Just imagine little Donna just being like. Uh, <laughs> what uh, what is your guys' sexual awakening? I don't think I asked that of you, Ruby, when I interviewed Lord. you. Well, I think it was David Beckham because my family was so mm-hmm. into football or soccer, as they call it here. So, like, I was always watching it. And I always loved David Beckham, but like I didn't just love him. I thought he was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not too sure. I bend it like Beckham. Mm. I feel like you were my sexual awakening, yeah. as lame as that sounds, because I only came out four years ago when I met her. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> what a dream fairy tale. <laughs> Prepared guys. I love it. I only had to get cheated on and go through a dead boyfriend (laughs) to get her, so. Uh, (laughs) Goodness gracious. Mm. A whole new world. Mine was probably my high school best friend. Close your legs. (laughs) (laughs) Yours was what? Probably my high school best friend. Ah. Yeah. Her name was Danielle. Was she Jewish too? 
She wasn't. No. That would be so we funny actually, if she was. No, we actually met at like a Christian youth group, which I was very... That's what I used to do when I was a teenager because I was a bit of a loser. So I um I used to go to this Christian youth, youth group every Friday night. And, yeah, um, yeah, very much a loser yeah. back then. <laughs> but um, no, I had like all these friends there that loved me and whatnot. So... I met this girl and we just became best friends and we were best friends for years, but I was absolutely in love with her. <laughs> so yeah. Just secretly be like, so how was your day? And then just secretly in the back of your mind was, I thought about you all day. Yeah, it was very much that. Like yeah. I was probably like 14, 15. Aww, so it was very, very young. Mm. Ruby, what was your sexual awakening? No. Yes, you do. Look, I've had like a lot of men through this line, so <laughs> <laughs> to think about all the ones. That she I has to filter out the old ones to fit in the new ones. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we all know not what fits in the room. I have to defrag know. this 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 computer. Mm-hmm. So oh, I don't know. Maybe like. I think like nineties R and B artists. Yeah, That's what I feel like yours would have I'm been. Leaning towards like Nelly. Mm. The mm. rapper Nelly. Didn't he get done? That's R. Kelly. That's R. Kelly. No, yeah. I thought I think Nelly got done for it too. Oh, they're all getting done for it. Yeah. Nelly was done for cheating. So he he No, it wasn't him. He, he used to date Ashanti. They were in an on and off relationship until Ashanti finally came up with, like, I've been cheated on twice by him. So, oh, yeah, that's Nelly. That's, that's not that surprising. No. It's like, darling, come Still. on, it's Nelly. Yeah. Still. Yeah. But um, R. Kelly, you remember that song he did, um, I Believe I Can Fly? Yes. yes. I Believe oh, I Can Fly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Did you not know that? Like, I grew up. Like, I knew that was a song, yeah. and I knew it was by someone, <laughs> and I knew R. Kelly, and I knew of him. But I just never put the two together. I believe I can Look, fly. I think you have to learn to separate the artists. I believe I'm going on Epstein's plane. Let's not get on that topic. I'll talk for hours. <laughs> oh, Please do it. We we have a conspiracy theory sharing on all of. These podcasts all the time. Please do it. Please do it. Please do it. <laughs> <laughs> the blinds are closed. The snipers can't see it. Just oh, look, I went down a very deep rabbit hole last, like at the beginning of COVID, with all this stuff that started with the Jeffrey Epstein documentary and ended in all kinds of wild places. <laughs> Thirteen families come up at any point. No. No. Oh, like the like, yeah, elite. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The Merovingians. Yeah. The Rothschilds, Bilderbergers. Yeah. Yeah. The Merovingians are actually. I mean, they're all interesting, but Merovingians are um, actually probably the most interesting to me um, because they're the oldest one. Yeah. They trace their. They can trace their bloodline all the way back to like uh, seven hundred AD. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. They can trace their bloodline all the way back to Charlemagne. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like 
if I feel like nothing would surprise me at this point. Like mm. if they told us anything, like whether it be like they could come out and be like, oh, like we're all like, you know, the earth is flat or there's aliens or like fucking anything. Nothing would surprise me anymore. Atlantis is real. Yeah, like honestly, honestly, that's like, the newest one that's come. We out. all know that. At this point, I feel like we all know we've been lied to. We just don't know what the truth is. Oh, they think that Atlantis is there. Yeah, they think it's in Antarctica. Yeah. Or in Antarctica. Well, the other side of Antarctica. (laughs) Yeah, because you're not allowed in Antarctica. I don't remember when, but like years ago. There's this this attack going on. That might be me. You're not allowed. Oh, yeah, that's so like, foot, you, you know, can like, go on like yeah. excursions, but you're heavily guarded and watched. So like years and like years ago, area. all the like governments of the main world governments got together and signed a treaty saying that no one was going to fuck with Antarctica. No one was going to go in there. Like they were all going to protect it. And we don't know why. Flat earthers think that the way that the earth is actually set up is Antarctica is actually all around the world and it's not actually like in the middle, but it goes around and it's like protecting us. Cause in like all, oh, it's like a barrier. Yeah. Cause all religions, we're not on a globe. We're on like a, fl- I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a flat surface with like a dome over the top and like a tree of life in the middle. And the theory is that the tree of life is like the Garden of Eden and it's in the middle of Antarctica. Which is I'm not saying I believe this, but that's the theory. Yeah, but that's the theory. Interesting. It's very interesting indeed. I didn't bring any enough shrooms for this. I did do some pretty pretty wicked shrooms recently though. Yeah. Not recently, like two months ago. But um Oh, that was, that was pretty, that was pretty excellent. Oh, I think we just caught another bomb rip on the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I was halfway through having it, I didn't realise, I was like, it's a bomb. Mm. <laughs> Professional bomb packers. Absolutely. Have you ever played, uh, it's like the bomb, the stoner's version of Soggy Biscuit? <laughs> Is this a different... Are you talking about the same soggy biscuit? Because when you say soggy biscuit to me, my mind goes to one place. Yeah, same. Yeah, you jerk up on the biscuit last for us to come and see the biscuit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do men actually do that? Probably in private school. Like, probably in private boys' school. I went to a private school. Kitty. Yeah, no. It never happened there. Okay. But, like, Probably the same schools that people like Malcolm Turnbull and Boris Johnson went to. Those well, schools. my private school is in the middle of Gosnell, so can you really call that? Yeah, school? there we go. Yeah, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, uh, yes, uh, first period, purse snatching. And uh, <laughs> second period, we have mugging. And uh, third uh, period, we have house invasion. I feel like the soggy biscuit would be happening at like a golden triangle boys school. Yeah, because that's a rich, that's rich people shit. Well, I, yeah, I work <laughs> like, in that area and I, every so often I'll walk into the toilets and there will be a few school kids in a cubicle. They're doing drugs. I've seen them doing drugs once. Yeah, my high school. But the other time they were doing soggy biscuits. 
Pardon? We had blue lights in our bathroom in at my high school. What? In your high school? Yeah. I went to Clarkson, bro. What do you think Rockingham is worse? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely South not. Of the river. I didn't have blue lights in any of my school I bathrooms. I went to the, like the, one of the worst schools in WA, though. That is not a judgment on North of the River. I think having blue lights in the high school toilets. I don't know. <laughs> I do think, um, I think uh, a girl I went to school with, I think there was, uh, I think she got gangbanged oh in the toilets. Um, did she want to? Yes. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah, good yeah. for her. Well, Slay yeah, queen. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> Slay bitch. Yeah. Right? Fuck yeah. yeah gang gang rape. <laughs> I don't know why my mind went there. <laughs> <laughs> she could have been severely underage. Yeah. She could have been underage still. We just had a girl in high school. <laughs> or just like. Well, everyone else who was in the gang name was underage too. Yeah. 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 But I heard that and I was like. Look at that horny rabbit, little rabbit. It's just on that tiny little girl. Yeah, <laughs> Rumors getting dreamy eyes, like, oh. <laughs> She's um, like, why wasn't this my high school experience? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Ruby's just like, one at a time. Line up cards. But like, you can all carry me around the school. <laughs> you, 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 you probably need them to. Your legs would be bloody you yeah. know, destroyed after that. You know? Carry my stuff. Yes. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Oh, cracking the knuckles on mine. I love that. Uh, I do that all the time. Um, oh, yes. Turn up on my turn. My producer is going to have a bloody whale of a time. He's going to love that so much. Yeah. What was your high school experience like being a uh, um, mega gay in high school, Ruby? Because well, there's gay and then there's mega gay, you know. I guess at the time I couldn't feel mega gay, you know. I was trying to be somebody else I wasn't because being me wasn't up. It was wrong. Were you straight in high school? Pretended as much as I could. Oh, wow. Even hooked up with a girl. When did you come out? I came out after high school when I was 20. Oh, okay. I was 20 years old when I came out. That was just to my friends. Yeah. Yeah. So the people I felt most comfortable with, I didn't even tell my family until about a year later. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a different time. It is, it really is. It really, really is. Back then, a lot of kids used to just get kicked out. Underage, you were kicked out simply Mm. just because you just been honest about who you were and who you wanted to love. Maybe maybe that should be a period for the gays. We could be like, um, you call it like, ninety one BG before Gaga. Uh, before oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. That should that be is really absolutely a change. I yeah, and, and that's exactly when I knew how gay I was. I just, that's when I used to wear makeup. My clothes started to change. That's your right. first drag name. Oh man, I'm first proud drag of that. Name. Oh, that's yeah, yes. Mind <laughs> me. Yuck. I'm claiming that. I used I'm... to wear the lightning bolt too. It would just come out, not even in drag, we would just have a lightning bolt because not that that was a Lady Gaga thing, that was a David Bowie thing. 
but yeah, still, absolutely, we love David Bowie too. Yeah, we do for, for multiple reasons. before Gaga. Yeah, I know at work I'm slowly converting people to become like Gaga fans. Last time because like at the start I put on Gaga songs and people be like, "What's this? What's this?" And now I'll like walk past and I'll hear them like going after it, and I'm like, I'm slowly converting you. Yeah, you are. <sighs> She's great. We love her so much. Do you know who we don't love? Madonna. She needs to just oh. in the bin. I still love Madonna. In I, the bin. I love the Madonna that I knew. Not yeah. Oh Madonna. yeah. Eighties Madonna is still an icon, but 80s, like nineties, two thousands, all of She it. looks yeah. like not she's gotten. She's not. Put her in the bin. You realize like she looks like she's taken a child's face and sewn it onto her own face. She looks so weird. That's actually what she looks like. You know, apparently she turned down Michael Jordan's blood. I wouldn't be surprised. Madonna apparently turned down Michael Jordan because um, his penis was too small in comparison to Scotty Pippen's and uh, Derek. Derry? The, the other... Book. She's Sorry, been with a lot of big men, so I would not be surprised if it's like throwing a fucking coin in the Grand Canyon at this point. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Goodness gracious. <laughs> like, surely it stops bouncing back at a certain age. Yeah, surely. Surely <laughs> at a certain width, it's... Like the <laughs> feminists are going to come for Yeah, surely it's going to start bouncing <laughs> back after a... Uh, after a um, like, it's stretched to a certain point. Yeah. yeah. Look. Yeah, no. Like, no. At, at a certain point, an elastic man just snapped. I wouldn't touch yeah, her with a ten-foot pole, personally. Yeah. But I know there's a lot of gays that would absolutely crucify me for saying it. Well, you know, I, I think she's more... Of, they are. That, yeah. I think she's more into penis, <laughs> so I don't think she'll be too upset. No, she likes both. She likes both, yeah. Know. She likes, yeah. Didn't she recently come out all of a sudden? She's always been like sexual. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. she's always been like fluid. Yeah. Yeah. She never just talked to us. She was just like, why is it now? Yeah. My only knowledge of Madonna is that song um, "Touch" for the first time, and the only reason I know that is from the Pulp Fiction song. I'm um, sorry, uh, not Pulp Fiction, the Reservoir Dogs movie. Quentin Tarantino, which is when they're talking, when they're in the cafeteria <laughs> and they're talking about the Madonna song, Touch Like a Virgin, you're like, uh, you're like, and it's like, um, she, she says, I mean, this is the song of a slut who has a dick so big that she feels like a virgin. This dick is so big that it hurts. Do you get the fucking song, guys? Uh, <laughs> such a fucking classic movie. And then they just shit on Mr. Pink for not tipping at the end of it. I love the, uh, it, it's incredible how, like, much casual racism they had in, in, in 90s cinema, wasn't it? Casual oh, misogyny, oh, casual racism, it's casual so homophobia. It's so hard to even watch, like, 90s TV shows. Friends like, is the Friends. worst. Friends is actually, watching, actually the Watching a lot of the stuff that I grew up with, like, back again, was just, like, eye-opening. I was just like, oh, yeah. this Friends. did not age well, this is not for today. Yeah. Even, yeah, like, you then, watch Glee yeah. and they're making jokes about, like, rape and then just, like, casually, it's not even mentioned in the show and you're like, 
I feel like this is probably something we should delve into. Yeah, like this is this is guys. This that sense of humor is for podcasts only. You know? <laughs> um, what was that other bit? Like that bit from Reservoir Dogs when like Mr. Pink isn't tipping. Um, the guy Steve Buscemi plays in it, and everyone's shitting on him. And one of them perks up. It's like you don't tip. I don't even know Jews who do that. Like, <laughs> love it. So good. Yeah. I do love a good Jew joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your mum's Sorry, mum. <laughs> what was that one? This is kind of dark. This is, I suppose this is a dad joke, but it's kind of like a dark dad joke, which was like an Englishman, a Russian, and an Israeli are all on a plane. And, uh, no, sorry. An Englishman, a Russian, an Israeli, and a Palestinian are all on a plane together. And they step up, and, they, and the pilot comes back, we've got too much weight, we need to throw some stuff overboard. Englishman has got a crate of tea, and then uh, he uh, throws it out, and it's like, we've got uh, too much, much of that at home, we can afford to get rid of some. The Russian has a bottle of vodka, and he throws that out, we can afford, we've got plenty of that at home, we can afford to get rid of it. Israeli I know where this is going. Out the got enough of these at home. Last night, I was doing questions because I have to, and I went up to someone for the five second rule. I was like, three countries in Africa. Oh, he works at Karen. Do you know what they said? Yeah, the rude bar. Right? Yeah, Israel. That was one of their answers. Um, I was like, Far three out. countries in Africa, and give her the microphone. She's like, um, Israel. Oh and my I goodness. just took the microphone off her, and I was like, Israel. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. Yeah, it's the rhubarb. In, in fairness, I'm going to ask questions about the rhubarb later, but in fairness, like, when you're a child, especially, I don't know what it is about, what, what it is about being a boy, but when you're a child... When you're a child and you come across certain things, there are certain things that are just funny that are also questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you don't question them when you are. No, but like when you're when you when I was like twelve years old and I you know first like I didn't really get spelling or pronunciation and then I discovered there was a, a country in Africa called Niger. Do you yes. know how much I laughed at that? Like, I think every kid laughed at that a little bit. Yeah. When you're young, naive. <laughs> <laughs> Where can, oh, you go. Uh, um, it's like that episode of Simpsons when he like is like, you are gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uruguay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a gay. <laughs> Homer is iconic. Oh, Never mind, I thought you were about to go into that meme. It, it's not from Simpsons, I don't think, but that other thing, which is like. Uh, <laughs> You're gay. <laughs> You're girly part. Like that scene would be like, how different things call you gay. Uh, You're yeah. one of them queers, something <laughs> like that. That's not from The Simpsons. Though. What is that from? I'm not 100% sure. You're gay. You're gay. Yeah, You're like one of them queers. <laughs> what is it like working at Karen's? I imagine there's a fair bit of performance going on with that, isn't there? Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's definitely a good time. It's definitely a good time. Um, but it has its shit moments. Oh god, I'm gonna get that sound. I'm gonna I'm gonna isolate that sound. 
and when I get my new custom keyboard, uh, custom soundboard next year, I'm going to get a soundboard with like a hundred different labeled sounds, and I'm going to make sure one of them is a bonger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have lots of other things. Like have... <laughs> if you need any samples, I'm here to help. Oh, I'm going to. There's going to be so many questionable things on it. I'm going to have BB Babau's laugh on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Oh, baby. And uh, I'm going to have, like, some, <laughs> I'm going to have some classic audio from some classic internet memes. Like, just, like, some questionable ones, too. Where, like, what was that drunk guy getting in uh, in a fight with a larger woman in the street? And for pretext, he was in the right. He wasn't hurting anyone, but then, like, this woman just started berating him. Yeah. And then he just yelled at her and be like, go on a diet, you fat bitch. And I'm just going to get that sound isolated. You should also get that, um, the, the vine where it's like, I can't believe you did that. Oh, I can't, I can't believe, believe you've, you've done, done this. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get backhanded. Yeah, well, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> so good. Oh, God. What's another one I could get? The, the crazy dog guy from the oh, news. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I could get him. I could get that other guy who, like, chased the robber from the villa. Be like, and I chased him in the underwear, and I was like, mate. Oh, <laughs> in the pluggers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just super Aussie. National hero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put, <laughs> put him on the new $5 fucking bill, all right? Fuck the oh. queen off. Put him on. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. It's going to be so weird when we start seeing coins with King Charlie's head on it. Oh, uh, I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Royals full stop. I wasn't a fan of the No, absolutely not. We don't need them. No. Put them all in the bed. They killed the best one of them. Yeah, they did. <laughs> no. What's up, Pete Diana? She's the queen of Nah, fuck her. Um, fuck all the royals. She's dead anyway. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Oh, I remember my friend made a joke about Diana. I made a joke about Diana too. I'm sure many people have. Made a joke about King Charlie. Where he was like, um... Made a joke where, like, Camilla's got to be a freak in the sack to, like, make him choose her over Diana. That's yeah. my theory. Like, Diana was, like, queen though she was... Um, was like a dud in the sack, whereas like Camilla was just a freak, and you can kind of see it too, you know. Well, it wasn't of... for her good looks, was it? No, but uh, it could be like yes, uh, could be like yes. On our very first evening together, she took it up the bum. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had that much fun since my brother Prince Andrew got me a ticket to Epstein's <laughs> island. Yeah, you know. I mean, Prince Andrew was on that island, what, like, 20-something times? Yeah, I'm sure the other royals just had the children specially flown into the palace, so they didn't have to go anywhere. Yeah, Prince Andrew was like, no, I like them fresh. I don't want them imported. No, I like them to sauce. Well, there was, like, those 13 kids who went on a picnic with the king and queen, and then they just all went missing. Nice. No one knows where they've gone. Which king? That was in Canada, hey? Yeah. The the Queen of England? Yeah. Yeah. The Queen of England and her husband, they, like, took all these children on a camping trip. Wasn't that one of their sons as well? Yeah, and then all the kids went missing. I need to look that up. Yeah. 
Is there a name for that incident? I can send you some. It's real hard to find. Oh, I'm so into conspiracy theories. I'll share one about Nicole Kidman later. Oh, uh, I know some shit about <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Oh, oh, break out the cocaine, alright? We're about to go down the bed. about to get real. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Meryl Streep. Everyone knows she is. Nicole Kidman's oh. dad yeah. is a real evil dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Head of MK Ultra mm-hmm. for Australia. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, when they realise who Lady Gaga, like, really is. Yeah. When they realize yeah, who like, all of them when, are. Yeah, because, like, to get, Who's that, Lady Gaga? to get that big. Lady Gaga is the queen of, like, satanic symbolism. And, like, if you look into all the, like, conspiracies, it's pretty clear that Lady Gaga is probably at, like, the top. Yeah, the top, yeah. Yeah. So what we're saying is we should burn Lady Gaga at the stake. I mean, at some point. Keep her music. Yeah. Do not let the music go anywhere. No. <laughs> Imprison her and make her make music. Yeah. For all the bad shit. For all the bad yes. shit. Yeah. We'll it's going to get her. to the point where we're going to find out that everyone we love from music, TV, like everything, is evil. See, and we're going to have to separate it or we're going to have nothing. I like, feel like this is the power of the internet, though, because it's like the elites of the world once, like, because they're seeing that the internet is getting more and more powerful. And it doesn't matter how many sensors you put on it, Reddit is just too powerful. Um, yeah, like, it's their biggest, like, the biggest weakness as well as their greatest strength was giving us the internet. Yeah. Because, yes, it gave them a way to monitor us more, but at the same time, it's Let given us, us a way to communicate with each other yeah. in a way we've never been able to before. And it's like, that's why I feel like so many of the modern day celebrities, anyone who was famous after 2005, 2006, like, really can't be a child molester anymore. I'm sure there are a few who still see through the cracks. The Flash. Um, I I uh, don't know. I reckon you flash. would be incorrect in that one. No, I'm like, the, there's probably still a lot of them that are. I right? think it's still a massive problem. Yeah, it, there's probably still a lot of them that are, but they probably have to had to like drop the numbers of people that they invited to those sort of parties. Like, because it's like, it's just too hard to get away with it. I think it's just sneakier. Yeah, Yeah. I honestly, I reckon it's just, because like, if you look at all this, uh, it's all about like the grand plan at the end of the day for them. It's about like, it's about getting to that place and all of these people are put on, like they're put in the spotlight to influence us in a certain way. So like, you've got people for the right and the left, but they're all there for a certain reason. Mm. You know what I mean? And, like, so we've got fucking Taylor Swift, who is there for, like, her reasons. And then you've got Trump on the other side, for example, who might be there for his reasons. Like, am I making sense? It is. Yeah. I think all we need to do is we need to execute the royal family, execute 99.9% of celebrities. Yes. And execute and politicians. the heads of the 13 families. But it's... it's it, bleeds into like everything at this point like in the i read this book that was by this um girl who was trafficked from by the australian government and it goes into like you know like psychiatrists doctors um what's that big church we have here hillsong hillsong that's like a massive like child sex ring basically well how you did the fingers with that like like it's like it could uh, be yeah. something else don't malicious. sue me it's a legend yeah 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 yeah. 
But um, yeah, it's it's like I don't know how you take it down at this point because it's at every branch of like government in every Western country. Yeah, like there was this big case in. Um, Let's move to the third world and create our own country and don't let anyone in. Honestly, maybe is the right option. Yeah. <laughs> Buy an island. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna fund this country off podcast money. And um, drag shows. Absolutely. Yeah. You might have to. Yeah. And then we're going to start our own manufacturing business and we're going to manufacture um, weapons. And uh, we'll become a major arms dealer, a major arms exporter, <laughs> and uh, we'll sell them to other third world countries around us so that they're at constant war with each other so that we don't invade us. But like here in this country, we'll be safe. I will just grow a bunch of weed and sell it to all the other countries. Maybe like super weed. Yeah. And so like we'll sell it and so that everyone's just like massively chilled out. I mean, it might be ignorant of me, but I believe that there's enough people like us now who are aware of what's going on in the world and like more and more people waking up to it. I, I reckon if it came down to it, we could win. Like if there was an actual like revolution, an actual like civil war against all these people at the end of the day they're the one percent there's 90 there's 99 percent of us like if we wanted to like i think that would be the thing that would bring us together as a like as the world like you know not black white like asian whatever it is everything else is very instrumental like very artificial by comparison exactly and i feel like the one thing we all agree on is like hurting children is bad And that's the one thing. Enslavement is I feel like that's the one thing that could bring the world together and make us fight mm. together, no matter what. You know, gay, straight, fucking, whatever, racist, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, imagine that. Which was imagine that, like, if a if you showed a racist like like a video of like uh, Jeffrey Epstein, like having sex with a black child like the racist is just like i mean even i think that's bad (laughs) maybe that's the way to combat it you know like look at what's happening to all these poor black children it's like i don't love that child but even he doesn't deserve that (laughs) i mean you'd hope that would be the line for anyone um i think so i think so yeah Mm. We're going to be assassinated within the week, people. Yeah, we might be. But fuck it. Um, Anyway, Jason Green. Back to you real quick. I love how we haven't used Jason. Yeah, we got off topic. Oh, no, but that's what this podcast is about. (laughs) Really, like, the whole interviewing comedians, drag queens, and rappers thing, that's just a gimmick. Really, we should have conspiracy theories. Yeah. Just get high. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, Jason, in terms of... We've talked about your favourite performance... That you've done favorite let's talk about your favorite performers that you have worked with oh i've worked with real like a lot of really cool performers around perth mm-hmm. my favorite would probably be freddie because we just work so well together i really perfect yeah mm-hmm. i really enjoy working with freddie um but like Everyone I've worked with has been really fun 
to work with. I've worked with like Serenity. She's always really fun to work with. And Geneva. Geneva gave me my first gig ever in Fringe with one of her first Mache um, shows. Mm-hmm. And um, she, she literally taught me how to tap dance in like maybe five hours. And we did a tap dancing number to my Tiptoe Through the Tulips um, number, which is always a fun number to do, which is one of my favourites. That's such a creepy song. Yeah, but I make it fun. I wear, like, this giant big, like, floral headpiece and I just, like, basically bounce around the stage and water people and it's good fun. Oh, that's awesome. Geneva Convention and Freddie B. Perfect. Freddie B. Perfect will never be interviewed by me because he is too shy, which is fair enough. He's, um, he's very shy. Yeah. You'd nice. never know when he's on stage, but he's, yeah. No, each of their own. I want my guests to be comfortable, and if he's not comfortable doing it, that's okay. I'm also quite shy, but you're at my house, so mm. that makes it a bit easier. And your eyes <laughs> balls. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Which is a usual state. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, and now for something completely different. Uh, but um, the yeah, that song "Tiptoe Through the Tulips" that reminds me of horror movies. Speaking of which, horror movies are kind of getting good again lately. They are. I watched that film Barbarian recently. I heard about that. My friend at work told me about that. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but he's gonna bring it for me. It's good, so I can watch it. Barbarian, really good. I think it's on Netflix. Is it? I think so. I'll have a look. Yeah, um, Barbarian and Smile. Smile. Yeah. Smile was pretty fucking Have you heard about that one that's like got a government warning on it? It's about that clown. <gasps> What's clown, it called? I really, I forget. But oh, I Terrifier. 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 Uh, yeah, I really it's really it. scary. Apparently. I want to see uh, that. It's not scary. I've it's seen not? both of them. It's literally just a gore fest of biblical proportions. And first off, the violence is also really unrealistic. He does these obscene things to humans. They totally miss the point that by the time he gets to a certain point, they have either passed out from blood loss or shock. They are not conscious for what is about to happen to them. Um, like, there's no way that they would still be conscious at, at a certain point or still breathing at other points. Mm. So, uh, yeah. for that reason, I don't recommend watching them. I just, like, it's, it's a cool villain. Like, he's very well-designed villain. But he doesn't talk. There's not much backstory to him. He's supernatural. Um, like, it's revealed that he is confirmed supernatural in, like, the second movie. I mean, in the in the original movie, what is it, um, All Hallows Eve, uh, he's also confirmed to be supernatural. He has two origin films, and they kind of allude to the fact that he's supernatural, but it's confirmed in, like, uh, the Terrified 2. Um, but it's just kind of... I think it's a bit overrated. But Barbarian and Smile are not. So, yeah. Yeah. Smile will creep you out a lot. Yeah, I've heard really good things about Barbarian as well. Yeah. And uh, there's a bit of a Me Too mo- moment in Barbarian, which... 
kind of, I don't know, it kind of trivializes, makes a mockery of sexual assault and the ramifications of falsely accusing someone of sexual assault. It kind of trivializes both. That's kind of one point of the issue I have with the movie. But once you move past that, it is a good movie. It, it just kind of like, it takes a moment to make small, like make a small thing of A, sexual assault, and then make a small thing of like falsely accusing someone of sexual assault. It trivializes both things. Mm -hmm. And both things are kind of, well, the mark looks anyway really bad. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but uh, once you get past that, it actually, it's actually a really good fucking movie. Yeah. And that is just kind of, yeah. Hmm. Good actors, though. Yeah. Really fucking, yeah, like, pretty, pretty intense moment. I won't spoil it for you, um, because it's really good. Now, um, time to get into plugs. Do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? Speaking which, I'm going to get my date out for my fringe shows. I actually have nothing coming up anytime soon, um, but I will be getting back into drag next year, and I am really looking forward to it. This is the return of the drag king, Jason Green. Yes, it really is, and I, I do intend on elevating my drag quite a bit, so I'm, I, yeah, just really, really looking forward to that. And uh, keep an eye out for a Jewish chick in Northbridge if you need some good weed, right? <laughs> Don't hit me up, please. <laughs> I will not reply to you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, shout out for Karen's, or do you hate that place? No, both. And Ruby, would you have anything you'd like to plug? So we've got the Connections Nightclub birthday um, in two weeks. And we've also got, actually, I believe it is on the same day, we've got um, Drag Diva Christmas in Hyde Park. So that'll be fun. I'll be with my sisters. Yeah, it's pretty much just end of year stuff, usual, like Christmas parties, New Year's Eve, all that's coming up now. Mm. So. I think uh, Connections will like what I'm... I, I, I've done a little gift for them. It's no effort. It took no effort. But I think I've done something for them recently, which maybe they will like. So on recently on Street Talk interviews, I went through and uh, I was like, hey, do you know uh, um, Connections is actually kind of like a gay pillar of the earth? And they were like, oh, no, how? And I was like, well, it's actually the oldest gay bar in the Southern Hemisphere. Sure and then they're all like, really? And because like, I'm starting to get 500,000, I've got 500,000 videos on, 500,000 views on one video, I thought, yeah. well, if that gets to that international audience, maybe, just maybe, uh, you know, they'll get international queers flying in and be like, we're going to the gayest world <laughs> Because people fly around the world for a lot of weird shit, and I feel like a lot of people would want to fly and visit the gayest nightclub. Oh, Connections uh -huh. is one of my favourite places. Mm. It's pretty gay. It's the only it's gay, gay club gay. left in Perth, in my opinion. Uh, not, not thinking much of the court anymore. I mean, the performers there are amazing. They have amazing queens and kings there, and 
like performers the all the time, but the club itself, I wouldn't call it a gay club anymore. What would you call Lucy's Love Shack? I reckon that's, oh, yeah, that's quite a gay venue yeah. now. Pretty it's pretty fucking. I mean, I've been there twice. It's pretty fucking gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like all inclusive. It's yeah. it's nice that it's a shame the venue is so like small, small and know. like what's the word? Um, closed in. Yeah, it's like very cluttered and like claustrophobic. I kind of feel like they want that vibe though. They kind of want yeah, that. it's like an Young underground New York kind of vibe. I like, used to go there when it was like, Amber. I have two criticisms for it. They don't take cash and they need to fix that fucking pool table. And they need to probably like not have carpet on the stage as well. Okay. But X, Y, and Z. That's... But the carpet's there for the band. Yeah, that's not like yeah. Mm. <laughs> and uh real quick before I go into my plugs, um, because Ruby has declared herself and other divas, Sassy Cassie, Alexis Armstrong, and Veronica Jean Jones, all guilty of causing a health and safety violation. <laughs> what should their punishment for it be? Oh. Um, I think our punishment should be naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Something naughty. Well, you don't say a lot, but when you do. <laughs> Just naughty. No, no penis for three months. It's the meanest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> no, sassy Cassie couldn't do that. Um, well, commute your sentence and scene as you pleaded guilty. Yeah. Shall we say? You have to be nice to straight people that come into the bar. Yeah, we're always nice to them. I don't know, you can be you can be pretty fierce to some people. Yeah, when they're drunk idiots. Which we're allowed to. Mm. You have to. You were very, very nice when you met me for the first time. And I would have just looked like a straight person, so Exactly. Mm. I'm nice to everybody. Okay. Well what do you guys think of their punishment should be? For being disgusting dirty sluts to Kim Petras. No, that, we can't be a punishment that you enjoy. My coconuts. Yeah, so we good. get to play with VJ's coconuts for three months. That's our punishment. <laughs> How about you have to do drag? Look, right? in the older days... How about days, you have to ask? Your punishment can be you have to ask... I have to a... Do drag no, no, I have a... They have to do drag... They have to do day drag for three months. That is a terrible punishment. Three months. That is (laughs) Daydream. Yeah. Walking around in the middle of the day. In summer. In In summer. summer. (laughs) You would wish that upon innocent people. You may as well just drop on you. You, 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 you're not innocent. You're guilty of the crime of which you are accused. Yeah, but it's not that bad. Well, back in the day, <laughs> we used hard. to have people stoned, so let's just get them stoned. Yeah, that's a good punishment. Yeah, that's a great punishment. I just love the way her eyes popped open when I said no penis for three months. <laughs> and she was like, so not nice. <laughs> She's like, this isn't happening. No. Um, well, not even a day. I will plug my eyes. Guys, the Profeshi Anal Degenerates, in collaboration with Dave Morgan Brown, uh, is putting on a fringe show. I didn't know uh, it would. The show would be called Professional Degenerates, Profeshi Anal Degenerates. That was uh, 
I wasn't consulted about the use of the brand, um, but I'm not upset about it uh, because it's David Morgan Brown and uh, he's a personal friend of mine. Um, I also think he's, <coughs> he might be autistic, um, which is probably why he just went ahead without asking me, hey, uh, can we make your, your uh, logo the front of the show? See, he asked for my logo and I was like, oh, he's going to promote everyone's, all the comics logos and things like that. But no, he just made my logo the front and center for the show. And I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, cool. Um, it's, it's good for the brand, so I'm happy about it. So, 28th of January, 10th of February and 16th of February at the 21st Amendment in Inaloo. Uh, we have over a hundred seats up for grabs. Um, tickets have already started to sell, I believe, and uh, it is very important you get in and grab them while they are still there because uh, we've got ten great comics. I think around ten great comics. I'll list off the comics I know. We might be adding a couple more, but these are the confirmed comics. We have myself, David Morgan Brown, Martin Darcy, Sadi Chalabi, Omar, Robbie Brooks. Uh, yep, Fat uh, Wolverine and uh, Chris Pachullo, uh the South African talking about racism. Yeah. Yes. So it will be an amazing, amazing show. We might have a couple of other acts on, but those are the confirmed comics. So uh, please, please buy a ticket and support Fringe. And uh, I think that's it. Oh, fuck again. Sorry guys, there's one part of the show we forgot to record. We, um, we, I forgot to uh, get my guests uh, input on naming the episode. Chasing Green with Jason Green. <laughs> Smoking Green with Jason Green. Yeah. Mm. Smoking Green with <laughs> Jason Green. Smoking, no, smoking green with House of Green. Do you know what? Yeah, Smoking Green with House of Green. House of Green. I love that. Mm. Just thought of an idea, though. If Ruby Jewel and Jason Green ever have a drag baby together, it needs to be something emerald. Because mm. what's a green ruby? Maybe emerald could be their first name. Mm. Emerald Jewel. It would just be Emerald Jewels because it's... it's, it's Two words that grow together. So, mm. Emerald City, Wizard of Oz, I don't know, but whose last name would be City? <laughs> <laughs> that is us. Jason Lee in the house. Oh, brother. <laughs>